Welcome to Straight and Curly, a podcast for self-improvement junkies. I'm Kelly Exeter. And I'm Carly Jacobs. This is episode 129. Hello and welcome to Straight and Curly. So today, before we jump straight into it, episode 127, I was about to say 127, that remember when you went through that phase of <laughs> yes. saying the numbers, <laughs> Kelly would have it in her head because she always records the episode number and we do it live at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> and Kelly, like when we got into the hundreds, Kelly just freaked I out. I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, do I say 101? Do I say 101? Like, and I just kept fluffing it every single time. <laughs> like, I seriously had to coach her through it before she <laughs> said it every time. I was like, Kelly, this is not that hard. We had one episode where she had to record it like three times. But I'm like, babe, oh. just, just get it together. Um, so anyway, today episode 127 came out and it was called The Truth About the All or Nothing Approach, where we talk about the gotcha culture of, for example, seeing a zero waste blogger holding a disposable coffee cup. And it, it came out on the on this day that was just so timely. So I posted about this in the group, but an article came out this week about Sarah Wilson of I Quit Sugar, kind of turning back to sugar. And this whole article exploded and it was such weird timing, but it was also a fantastic example of what we were talking about. And I just wanted to brush on it really quickly because it's a really interesting thing. So Sarah Wilson made lots of money off her I Quit Sugar empire, but she now focuses her attention on food waste and climate change, which are also really excellent causes. So she sometimes eats sugar and she admitted it in an interview and everyone's just going nuts over it. Personally, I think people are very critical of Sarah. I think she's very honest. She speaks very openly about her anxiety, about past eating disorders. I don't actually think you can catch her out. And also a lot of people are going down the path of attacking her I Quit Sugar program and saying that it's really restrictive and it's not sustainable and it's dangerous and none of that stuff is actually no. true. <laughs> I did I quit sugar and I think it's fantastic. And, you know, you can have things like, you know, berries and things that are lower in sugar and it's it's mainly just a thing to give you more awareness of where sugar is hiding and how much you're actually eating. And most people are eating way too much. And so it seems really restrictive simply because you don't want to be like, oh, what, I can't have sweet chili sauce on everything? Ugh, blow this. It's too restrictive. So, yeah, I, I think that it, her program is an excellent blueprint for people who want to cut down on sugar. Um, and yeah, and I just think that it's, yeah. That, yeah, well, this was just such a perfect, it's funny, M Hawker, who's in our group, she was like, yeah, when you guys, when that episode dropped her, I thought, wow, you guys are really um, all over this. And yeah. I was like, yeah, no, Weird we timing. recorded this two weeks ago. Um, must have seen it coming. Um, yeah. It's weird how it all blew up when we just spoke about Toffee, but, you know, I've seen so many of those exact gotcha articles that, you know, this week about Sarah, and I don't want to be a Sarah Wilson apologist. Like, you know, there's things Sarah says that I agree with. There's things Sarah says I don't agree with. Um, you know, I'm not 100% on board with everything, but no, it kind of does my, you know, it just does my head in that it's so obvious that people who are having a crack at I Quit Sugar have never actually done the program mm. because if they had, 
They would know that the program is more about reducing processed foods and added sugar into your diet as opposed to cutting out all sugar. Um, And don't even start me on the people who criticize her for wanting to cut out a whole food group because, guys, sugar is not a food group. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Um, So anyway, I I could rant all day, but, you know, you've done a good enough rant for both of us Um, and not specifically about Sarah in this particular situation, just more about the fact that this complete lack of nuance and complete black and whiteness that the media feeds us just doesn't help anybody. But um, anyway, we had a rant about that two weeks ago. But how timely was that? It was. Um, So let's move on to recommendation of the week. I'll go first this week. I don't know how to pronounce my recommendation, so I'm just going to go for it. I think it's called Bibadoo, uh, (laughs) and it's like a full body bib cape thing (laughs) that attaches under. I'm actually doing actions of it right now that no one can see. But you, uh, um, so it kind of goes on like a cape and then you attach it under like Harriet's high chair so food doesn't get all over the floor slash her. It has been a lifesaver. So it, it folds up so you can travel with it. I'm going to buy so many of them because it just it's it's a it just covers her whole body and then I can kind of peel it off her when she's done eating and pull her mm-hmm. out of the chair and she's clean aside from her hands and face which are just you know smeared in food but she's at that age where she's just like dropping food all over the floor and just having to mop the floor constantly was driving us nuts so so bibadu it's b i b a d o they're on Instagram um, also weird side story we figured out today so Harriet kind of like, like we'll eat a bit of food and then drop it over the side of the high chair and then eat a bit of food and drop it over the side of the high <laughs> chair. And we figured out today that she's actually, she categorizes. So she drops, <laughs> she drops ham to the left and she drops cheese to the right. She drops her meat patties down in her lap and she flings avocado over her shoulder. <laughs> so of course she does. She's absolutely she my does. child and I'm completely <laughs> delighted. <laughs> All right, so my recommendation of the week is puppies Um, because if you do follow me on social media, you will have seen that we recently got two new additions to the household. Um, They are the Cavoodle puppies, Emily and Bobby. They are Uh, beyond cute, like painfully cute. Oh, like Bobby in particular, like people look at him and go, like he looks like a toy dog because he's so Which one is he? Is he the He's the little, um, yes. The, the ruby or the red one and they yeah. have weird um, colours for these dogs. But um, anyway, Emily and Bobby are super cute. They were named my my children. I, it's very weird being out in the backyard going, Emily, Emily, where are you? Because <laughs> my piece sounds like I'm calling for my daughter. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, people did think I was a bit mental getting two puppies at the same time, but it was pretty much the only way we were going to get puppies because I – uh, we've always, like, when I was growing up, we had dogs. Um, Aunt and I had a dog before we had kids. And, what kind um, of a dog I, was it? Uh, he was a little silky terrier. He was a pound puppy. Aww. He hated everybody <laughs> except <laughs> us. He bit every single one of my friends. He was a little bit psycho. Um, and luckily he was just super old by the time Jaden came around because everybody was like, what are you going to do about Wally when and his, dog, his, <laughs> his name, name is Wally? Was Wally. <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of says everything. Everyone was like, "What are you going to do about Wally when the baby arrives?" And I was like, "Oh, Wally's pretty old now. He doesn't do all that stuff anymore." And and he was really. He took him three days to even figure Jaden had gotten home. He didn't <laughs> but um, yeah. So we've always been 
I've grown up with dogs, always had them, and but I really have always struggled with leaving a dog home by itself. Mm. Um, and I just like couldn't bear the thought of ha- getting a puppy and leaving the puppy home by itself. Um, so we got two, and also because I wanted each kid to kind of have one. Um, and yeah, everyone was like, oh my God, you're completely mental getting two at one time. But they have been so great because they have each other. Um, so, you know, I didn't have to sleep with a crying puppy the first few nights like most people oh, do. yeah. So they kind of yeah. like they calmed each other down. Yeah, because, nice. you know, they're separated from their mum, you know, oh. so they, they want their mum and it's quite, you know, if you think about it, it makes you a bit upset. But, um, yes, yeah, so, you know, most people are like, you know, you have to sleep kind of with them the first couple of nights. But they slept together and it's been really great. And then when they're home by themselves, I'm not stressing because, I know they've got each other. So, um, yes. So, you know, my recommendation a week is to get a dog or two, which is actually quite an irresponsible recommendation to make because not all families and houses are great for dogs. Um, And I will acknowledge that. So I will say, if you are thinking about getting a dog and you are ready to bring a new family member into your life, because that is what a dog is, um, I do recommend doing it because there is quite nothing like the love of a dog. Um, And I will say the hardest I don't know if I mentioned this already on the podcast, but um, like the hardest part of the day for me at the moment is coming home from school drop-off because I used to come home to Ant or he yeah. did school drop-off and he came home to me. Um, and it's been, yeah, so it's just kind of my lowest point of the day. But right now I come home to the puppies. Usually one of them has weed on the floor. So <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah, it's just been really lovely having them lying at my feet during the day um it's yeah it's really made my days a lot more bearable so if you're in a position to get a new dog and you're thinking about it and you're umming and ahhing about it and you're a really responsible person who's gonna love up a dog i highly highly recommend it my god stop tempting me we have been dog shopping for just like so long and we really we really want to now that you're in the country like it's so good we live we live on two acres like it would just be rude rude not to but yeah it just kind of ruins our freedom a little bit like traveling makes a little bit harder and you know we're also quite busy like we have like we have we already have a new (laughs) family member so we're just gonna wait until she's solidified herself a bit more yeah and they do say maybe like you wait till babe like maybe till they're about two or something that's what we're thinking or we were waiting until she's ready to beg for a dog and then we'll be like, it's completely your <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. Well, it was funny. We were probably always going to get a dog this year because the kids were kind of at the age. Well, Mia's been desperate for dogs for years, but we were kind of like, you know, wait till, yeah, around this time anyway. So, it's yeah, it was good timing to get a puppy and recommend it. Oh, lovely. Um, Carl, is your random thing of the week? It is. So my random thing of the week this week is that, Ben and I currently have this obsession with what we call not just this marketing. So I think it might be a country thing, but for example, there will be a store called Nuts and Bolts and the elevator pitch will be, it's more than just nuts and bolts. So (laughs) every time... We get like, and it's, I really think it's, it's, it's properly a country thing because there are so many stores out there that claim to have more than the thing more that they than, said. More than just what had. they say they do. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we're quite obsessed with making sure that they're not just taking the piss and they really do have more. So we went to Nuts and Bolts. 
more than just nuts and bolts. <laughs> oh, and is fact, there literally a place called nuts there and is, bolts? Yeah, there is, yeah, literally nuts and bolts, <laughs> and they have more than just nuts and bolts. And we went in, and they indeed had more than just nuts and bolts. They had, you know, hinges and fittings and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we were like, cool, all right, you can have that. You definitely have more than just nuts and bolts. <laughs> you but can have them. You, you deserve that tagline. Okay. We went to a ride on the lawnmower place the other day that claimed to have more than just mowers, and we went inside, and they literally only sold mowers. Very <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> Yes, shout out to anybody out there um, advertising. They do more than what they think they do. I'm on to you. I'm coming for you. On to you. They are coming for you. I would also very Uh, much like if any readers see more than just this marketing and they either do have more than what they said they have or they do not have more than what they said they had, I would love to hear about it because I'm mildly obsessed with it. It's so funny. All of us are like, we can't unsee that now. So it's going to be everywhere. You're going to end up, we're now going to start noticing it everywhere you go. I just ruin um, things with my stupid details sometimes. <laughs> like, can't you just let it lie, Carly? No, do not tell me that you have more than mowers when you literally only have mowers. <laughs> um, okay. So on to the topic of the week this week, um, and this is going to be an exciting one for everyone because this is something Carly and I differ on quite a bit, mm. and the topic of the week is using automation to streamline your life. So what is automation? Um, something cool I read the other day was that most productivity most productivity challenges come down to an issue in one of three areas, so either time, energy, or attention. Um, and automation is a tool that can help a little bit with energy and attention because like, by not needing to focus on some things, you have increased focus and energy for others. But it really, really helps with time. So, Carl, tell me, what do you automate? Anything and everything that can be automated, I would rather just never do anything myself ever again. So my, <laughs> my first one is um, investments. I use Raise app, which used to be called Acorns because it was in America. And then when it came to Australia, there was a weird naming dispute and they had to change it. So it's still oh, technically Acorns. I really like Acorns. Oh my God. I thought it was the cutest name ever. And then they changed yeah. it to Raise, R-A-I-Z, which is just, just Which is just stupid. So not the same. <laughs> no, but I had like the cutest name ever. And I'm really sad they didn't ask me because I would have given it to them. If you can't have Acorns in Australia, why would they not have called it gum nuts well i don't know maybe because gum nuts can't grow and acorns do do gum nuts not grow i don't know i don't think so oh really (laughs) but they have to they're on trees they have to grow at some point well i think a whole tree can grow out of an acorn but a whole tree can't grow out of a gum nut See, no, that, you've, you've just ruined it. That's completely oh, fair. I'm That's sorry. why they didn't call it gum nuts. But no, it's like a cute kind but of. But still, raise yeah. is not yet. Raise you don't is go terrible. From acorns to raise. Sorry, no, terrible that. name. I agree. Anyway. So, what, what raise <laughs> does is you can get it to uh, like scrape the top of your weekly balance. So, if you spend $20.20, you can do roundups and the um, extra 80 cents. So it'll, what did I say? What was the first number I said? $20.20. <laughs> $20. 20, did I say $20.20? $20. Yes. Okay. So it will round it up to $21 and take that extra 80 cents and put it into your investment so you don't even notice that it's doing it. Um. And you can also add 
money as well. So I put like $50 a week in it and it invests it. I don't even have to think about it. It just does it. And I've got this chunk of money that's just sitting there earning interest. And Ben does the same thing. And it's a really good no-brainer way of kind of being involved in investing without having to really seriously concentrate and pay attention. And um, the returns are really good at the moment. I would definitely recommend doing it. Um, yeah, and it would compound as well. The beauty, the beauty of compounding Absolutely. interest as it just grows and grows and grows. Exactly, nice. and you and it's also good because you kind of can't just grab it anytime you like. You sort of have to apply to pull it out, like you would with any kind of investment. So, mm. yeah, raise is great. Um, another thing I automate is lighting. So mm. we have <laughs> an Apple Home Pod. Is that what they're called? Uh, is it a Home Pod? Uh, or is it just an Apple Home? An Apple Home. Just, Maybe there's no pod. I'm doing very badly on the names of things in this segment. <laughs> so we have lights um, on these automated sequences. So, for example, when it's time to give Harriet her dream feed, we say, hey, Siri, hey Siri, it's time to feed Harriet, and the lights dim and the TV turns off and everything is all calm and ready for dream feed without us having to run around and get everything. Ben also automated when I was breastfeeding in the night, which I haven't done for months, which, oh, my God, is just such a gift. Um, <laughs> but what would happen is when I would get up, in the night, Ben had a sensor on our door. And when I walked through the door between the hours of say midnight and 6am, which is when Harriet would typically wake up for a feed, the um, light above her change table would turn on, the heater and the light would go on very, very dimly in the living room. And a very small nightlight would go on in her room so that I could see her and get her out of the cot safely. So I'm not like running around trying to turn on lights and stuff while holding my screaming child, who, by the way, could not wait even two seconds for a feed when she was really little. She's like, give it to me. So that was really excellent. I have no idea how to set any of that up because Ben did it all, but God bless him. It was excellent. Um, We also automate shopping. So we subscribe to a coffee pod company that we just signed up to. This is a recommendation from my friend Nina. It's called Urban Brew. So we don't even have to remember to buy coffee anymore. It just gets delivered to us. I also, this is more of a a work thing, but I automate posting to social media. I think most bloggers do this now, but I very rarely post in real time. I use Grum for Instagram and CoSchedule for the blog. My stories on Instagram are mostly in real time though. Um, Also, this this isn't an automation thing, but it's just a fun hack that I've kind of invented recently. When I'm looking Mm -hmm. for a new book to read, I go to Reese Witherspoon's book club on Instagram and pick one from there. The success rate is so high. And one thing I'm struggling with at the moment is I used to love my Kindle and I still love my Kindle, but I'm very aware that I want Harriet to see me read real books. I know that's probably like Uh, a bit weird, but it's, it's just a thing I have. Um, so Instead of, uh, and also I live in the country, obviously, and our library is really small. So if you want to read a current book, it's going to take months for the two copies that they've got to become available. So what I do is I go to secondhand stores. We've got a secondhand bookstore in town, which is amazing. And I go back and look for really, really old ones because anything Reese Witherspoon recommended four years ago will have (laughs) three copies in every secondhand bookstore, like every Leanne Moriarty there's uh, like a million copies in every secondhand bookstore. So that's, yeah, I, I know this is a bit off topic and with automation and stuff, but that's just a really good no-brainer way of being like, I want a book, uh, particularly with the holidays coming up. Like if you're at the coast and you're like, ah, I need a book, go to Reese Witherspoon, pick a book from four years ago, and there will be a million of them in every secondhand bookstore. You are welcome. 
<laughs> that is a great hack. Um, okay. So I will admit to being one of those people who doesn't automate anything because I just really like doing things for myself. <laughs> you so do. Because because you're such an upholder, you're like, what? You can't do it any better than I can. Oh, I think, yeah, it's it's definitely probably the control free thing. And it used to drive Ant crazy because he was exactly like you guys. He like anything he could automate, he did. And and we too went through that stage where he had set up the lights to do all kinds of funky things. So I knew when he was coming home because the lights were dim in the living room and like, yes. this is back when Jane was a baby, like he, the lights were dim and then I'd know he was like 30 seconds away or 20 seconds away or stuff. And, and yeah, if you clap, the lights come on and, and then, the, yeah, the lights, he would love that. Um, yeah, so he automated everything. I just can't do it, even if it saves me time, energy, and attention. Um, I will say the one thing I do automate is savings, um, especially tax savings, um, because I'll never get over the year where we ended up with this huge tax bill because like, we took our eye off the ball for six months, didn't realize that our businesses were making more than the previous year, which meant we needed to increase the amount we were setting aside for tax. It took us 18 months to catch up from that and ever since then mm. I have completely overcompensated with regards to tax savings by setting yeah. aside <clears throat> way, way more than I, I think do I need on a week basis. same thing. It, it, affect, it offends me to get a tax bill same. because I, I pay, I kind of go out of my way to pay way more than I really should that then I need to like my aim is to actually get a tax return every year and Same. so the years where I get like so the worst that happens now is I kind of end up at zero and even then I'm kind of like what Same. But, you know I'll be like where's my return <laughs> I know but but that's the whole point of it isn't it like that you don't get this horrible massive tax bill that we yeah it, that took a long time to recover from that one and I never want it to happen so what things can you automate in your life and I will say in my personal opinion, some of the most important and most impactful automation in people's lives is is the financial automation. Um, and I will say because what is the biggest stress in most people's lives? It's financial. Um, so, yeah, my mum my laughs at me because I have like so many accounts but it's I've got like for every single business we've got three I've got a separate PAYG account where Baz gets set aside, PAYG gets set aside. Um, I have like a holiday saving fund. I have like then a personal tax saving. Like I've just got little accounts everywhere and I just funnel money into all of those accounts because I hate looking at a big like life saving. sum and not knowing what it's for. Yeah. I hate like, I, you know, even like, you know, I, you know, I had to, one of the businesses had to pay some tax and it's not due to like next March or something, but we've already done out all our tax for this year. Um, and I paid it because I had it sitting there and I paid it. And mum's like, why are you paying that now? And I'm like, because I can't stand looking at a sum of money that's not mine. It's allocated. So I've got it and I pay it. Um, so yeah, I automate all the payings of bills, um, as Carly has said, if you have investments, you can automate those investments. Um, and sorry, 
uh, automate money that goes into accounts for paying of bills. You can also automate the paying of bills. Do you automate that? Um, I don't just because I always like to know where it's coming from and what's going on. And also um, Ben is a really huge bill disputer, so he <laughs> likes to have the opportunity <laughs> to argue before he pays it. I mean, he would never <laughs> argue a bill that he actually owes, but yeah, we're actually. But if in, something is a bit out of whack, yeah, you he, will notice it, and then he'll dispute it. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't actually automate any of that. Um, I also have had a lot of people, freelancers, say that they automate their invoices, but I literally do Ooh, not know how that works. I can't works. do it either. Yeah, I well, can't automate our invoices that way. If you closed a job in Workflow Max, which is what our job tracking system, if you close the job in the system it could automatically send an invoice. But I was like, I could never do it no. because I'm like, no, I need to edit check the invoice yeah. and check that everything's right. And because so again, even, yeah, even if I do, um, I, I can't even duplicate an invoice that I sent to a client and then automatically send it without going back over it because I had yeah. a weird dispute a couple of years ago um, about some work that I did for a client and she was saying that I did these days and I said I did these other days. I managed to prove it, but on the invoice, I didn't put the dates of the days. It was yeah. just, you know, one full day, two full days, blah, blah, blah. So since then I have put the exact date and time that I have worked for every client on an invoice. And you can't automate that. No, no. So yeah, and and that's it. There's things that you can automate, but yeah. And paying of the bills is is a big one. I know a lot of the providers these days say, you know, they'll just estimate what your bill is and you know, they'll and just take that out of your account every week or every month. And I'm just like, oh, like Mm. I'm not down with that. With bills, I'm like you, I need to see them. Yeah. check them and make sure nothing's a bit weird about them and then pay them. Um, but I, I do automate the setting aside of of money for all bills. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. But also I don't find paying bills that much of a chore. No. Like you can just do it online and it takes two seconds. And some people are just like, oh, those are paying bills. I'm like, what What are you doing that's making this take so long? Just like get into your bank account and just pay it. Like it's not yeah. that hard. I also really like paying bills because, like, I just, it makes me feel, it it gives me, like, a little rush of happiness because, like, you know, back in the day I was, you know, when money was tight and everything was, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck, which I did way, way back. Um, I remember that feeling of getting a bill and not being able to pay it or having to wait for two weeks before I can pay it. So now I used to take great pleasure in you know, the bill arrives, I pay it because I know I've got the money there to pay. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone because I've done this. I'm just saying I like paying bills and I like having the money there to pay them. It gives me a little rush of happiness. Um, So yeah, it's a bit of a, so I would never let it happen automatically because it's too fun. (laughs) Exactly. I'm the same. Um, so yeah, next thing you can automate, Carl. Uh, emails. So you can sort your emails into folders. So before you even open it, you can have them going into stuff to read today, stuff to read next week, that kind of thing. You can also automate responses to emails. So canned responses and also a frequently asked questions in your auto email autoresponder. I've also got, I, I don't, this isn't necessarily automated, but I've got a sheet of 
canned responses for frequently asked questions for Crochet Coach and I just copy and paste and pop them in. So it's not technically automated, but it's a weird little step so I'm not constantly. But it's close to being automated because you're not rethinking because, yeah, you're not redoing the same thing over and over. Yeah, Yeah. on that, um, you know, like an FAQ on your email autoresponder, I got this one from Paul Cunningham who's in our group. Hey, Paul. Um, I noticed like when he has – I think his email autoresponders, like I check emails like twice a day or something, but then in there it has um, a link to, you know, frequently asked ask questions. Like if your email is about this, you, you'll find the answer here and there. And I, always, and I thought, oh, that's quite a good way of doing that. Um, so, yeah, if you're someone who, like Carly or as Paul probably does, gets the same questions over and over again, if you can create an FAQs of those frequently asked questions, you can probably save yourself um, save yourself a, a few emails. Definitely. Um, next thing that you can back up, uh, next thing that you can automate are your backups. And actually, this is something I do automate. Um, so I'm a liar. I do automate stuff. <laughs> um, computer backups, phone backups, and website backups are super, super important. Um, should be done pretty much every day. Carly, Carly. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. I legitimately have <laughs> one of those warnings that's like, your computer hasn't been backed up since like 2014. Oh, my no, God. It's not that far back, I promise. It's something like 85 days or some shit like that. But I I just, I hate it so much and I don't know why, but I keep just muting it and trying to make it go away. So but how has Ben not set this up for you like he, already? I, oh, I don't well, know. he has set it up and then it stopped working yes, and now you haven't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And my phone's doing it as well at the moment. My, I just, I, I don't have time for it, Kelly. I hate it. Oh, Carl. I hate the computer. Then when you lose all the data on your phone and your computer, how much time are you going to lose? I know, I know. I'll do, I'll do it tonight. I did. I put it in the group, but I got life insurance. Yes. So I, I did see that. I will so do that this was for you. a very good thing. Yes, please do this, this thing for me because, yes. And your website, is it backed up? Yes. Carly? Oh, yes. I will ask yes, Ben. Very <laughs> unconvincing, yes. <laughs> Guys, just these things are the always on our do it eventually list. They should be on your do it tomorrow list. We're going to make, when this episode comes out, we're going to make a pact in the group. Everybody who hasn't done this yet, you need to do it and then come into the group and say that you've done it, okay, because these just backups are so easy to set up. Or get somebody who it is easy for them to do it and get them to set it. Like even if you have to pay someone to set them up, it's worth paying to set them up because the cost of losing these this stuff is way more than it would cost you to get it all set up. So I, do your backup. I like this forceful Kelly. She doesn't come yes, out very often. I'm, I'm very it. passionate about yeah. backups. You sound like <laughs> me. You're like, stopping the worst. <laughs> well, I guess because I have lost my whole website and I didn't have a backup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess speaking that's from experience. I, I am speaking from experience. So yes. Um, next thing. Uh, next thing is you can get essentials automatically delivered. This is what um, I did with the coffee pods I was talking about earlier. Another thing that works really well is uh, who gives a crap toilet paper. If you, because uh, everyone needs toilet paper and you can just get that delivered. They're actually a wonderful ethical company. They do really fabulous things. We actually didn't have the option of using who gives a crap because we weren't, we, we've had post office issues forever, oh. like forever. Anyone who has 
followed me <laughs> online previous to this year, you will know that the post office is just the bane of my existence. And for those of you who don't know, there was this, there was this woman <laughs> at my local post this office. This is where Carla used to live, not where she lives not now. Not where I live now. Back this in- is way back in the day when I lived in Fitzroy. Oh, my God. We just hated each other. Like I would walk in and we were just like cowboys <laughs> in the Wild West and our eyes would just zero in on each other. But to be fair, she purposefully tried to piss me off. Like she, she would go, I'd come in with this, with my piece of paper, my little slip, a little red slip. And before she'd even looked at it, she'd go, it's probably been sent back. And I'm like, well, why don't you look at the date and check out the back before you tell me it's been sent back. And then she'd go out the back because I knew exactly how long I had before they sent it back. And I would always, this is me we're talking about. I know how to deal with a deadline. She'd go out the back for ages and ages. And then she'd come back out with this parcel. Um, and if I, if, if I was on, time she'd be like how big's the parcel and I'm like oh I I don't actually know because like I get sent a lot of stuff to review and like gifts from brands and stuff so I often had no idea what I was picking up it wasn't like I'd ordered one thing in the past week and I knew that that was coming I literally had no idea and she'd just stare at me and go yeah but (laughs) is it big or small like, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> and then she just, she wouldn't believe me. And then she'd keep asking. And I got to the point one day where I'm like, you've seen it. I haven't. Why are you asking me this? Like, and this went on for, like, we lived in this place for seven years. So I, I, it was not a good relationship. And it got to the point where um, someone else would just serve me because we were just not compatible. And now I live in the country. I don't actually have a letterbox. I have a local volunteer-run post office where I go to get my parcels and my life has never been more wonderful. Going to the post office (laughs) is just my favourite thing. I volunteer in the post office. I love it so much. All my post office woes are over. (laughs) Happy days. Yeah. Um, So the next thing that you can automate is things like appointments. Um, And you might not be able to fully automate this, but the way you can automate it is by asking them to call you uh, you know, either on the regular basis, so like the dentist, rather than having to remember to go back to them next year, say, "Can you sh- you know, can you call me in a year's time?" To and they'll and they they'll be like, "Hell yeah, we'll call you to set up an appointment." Um, so yeah, kind of put the honest onto somebody else, onto the provider to give you a call, um, and they will do it. And then once they do it, you can set up the appointments. You don't have to remember, um, which is good. Um, next thing. Um, the next one is posting to social media sites. So this is more of a, like, if you have a professional reason to post online, which I think almost most people do these days. I think most people yeah. kind of has a, have a side hustle or something like that. You can, there are so many different things out there. There's Hootsuite, Social Sprout, Co-Schedule, Grum, Later, Plan. <laughs> They're just ones that I, have thought of off the top of my head, but you can, there's so many different ways that you can schedule things. Um, yeah. And it's just so much better than having to post on the fly and that kind of stuff. Although having said that, I am so crap at posting to my main feed in Instagram. I don't even know what to put in there anymore. <laughs> you could just do stories. I just do stories. It's easier. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause I hardly post on Instagram at the moment, so couldn't tell you. Um, and then just the final thing on the topic of automation. So this is not obviously automation, but the creation of sound routines is kind of like automation in that it saves you energy and attention because you don't have to think about something if you do it the same way every single day in the you know 
yeah, the same thing in the same way every single day. Um, so if you have strong routines like you know, your morning routines, your evening routines, your go-to-bed routines, all those things, you don't have to think about them. You can just do it. And it does also save you time because you get very efficient at how you do it. You so, do. Yes. Um, so this week's kicked our ass. Kelly, what kicked your ass? Ugh, um well, I have been letting wheat creep back into my diet again. Oh. So, yeah, so I'm not gluten-free, but I do choose to not eat wheat because I do find that when I eat wheat, it makes me very sluggish um, mentally but also gut-wise. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, you just have like a little bit of this here and a yeah. little bit of that there and then you go, oh, I've just been doing that a lot and it's kind of added up to – and kind of like when you have the first little bit, it doesn't – really do anything and then you have another little bit and that doesn't really do yeah. anything and then by the time you've had like lots of little bits over the course of the week then you're like Ugh, okay now Definitely. I feel a bit blah so um it's just my accountability thing I'm telling you oh I'm doing it so I'm going to stop doing it now um and yes that's what I'm telling everyone well I will be that's- checking in with you next week but I know you will stop because you're an upholder and that's just who you are so <laughs> uh my kicked our ass is travel so we made we try to make the effort to not let having a baby stop us doing stuff. So the last two weekends we went to Canberra for a party and the next weekend we went to Melbourne and it was so lovely but so tiring. Oh, yeah. Like not only does it deplete your extra energy but we also lose our recovery time as well. So weekends are so precious to us at the moment. We take it slow. We, you know, eat pancakes. We go get coffee and then when Harriet has her naps we do – um, what we what we call our projects. So <laughs> Ben will go out to the garage and like restore some chairs, and I'll do some crocheting or something like that. And we really need that time to recover and you know do some make your head meals and potter around and just really get our shit together. We're just again. moving slowly, isn't it? Just <clears throat> exactly. ability to move slowly. It, you can move quickly during the week if you're able to move slowly on the weekend. That's exactly but right. If you can't, yeah. And so it's not only extra energy to travel, but also to recover, and we don't get that. And even though Hattie is so chill, she's still a baby, and just feeding and making sure she's going to sleep okay. It's really exhausting, and like we're really really feeling it this week because we were away for four days and drove back on Monday and yeah it was just I mean it's great but also just kind of like wow that just would have been so much less of a big deal to do a year ago and even though like I'm honestly not complaining it's just that kind of wow yeah it's an extra level of kind of tiredness and exhaustion that you that you do have to consider when you know you have a nine yeah, you got to look at the payoff of yeah. Is the payoff of seeing people and doing yeah. all those things worth the um, you know the the tiredness and the out of routineness and the getting back into it? Definitely. Um, <clears throat> all right, kicked ass is this week. I fixed the pool creepy crawly. Um, Amazing. And I, and I was quite proud of myself. And look, I, to be honest, I've actually always done the home maintenance things around our house because and in running Swish Design, he was doing the job I did not want to be doing. So um, I always, you know, did the home maintenance things myself rather than trying to get him to do it on weekends because I wanted him to have his weekends to relax and recover, um, much like you guys have not been able to do the last two weekends. Um, Yeah, so I've always done the home maintenance things by following instructions in manuals and I'm always really proud of myself when I fix things, not because I think girls aren't good at that stuff. It's because I, Kelly, 
hate following instructions (laughs) in manuals. I don't know why, but it literally blows up my brain to have to go, step one, do this. Step two, do it. like it's why I, I hate cooking. I hate following recipes. Like anything that tells me, and an aunt will say, anything where you tell Kelly what to do, <laughs> she just can't do it. So yeah. So anyway, I fixed the pool creepy crawly by following instructions in the manual about what might be causing it to not operate very well. And I'm very very proud of myself, and I kicked ass at that. So you I gave should be. Well done. <laughs> But also just the yeah. fact that you think that you can fix a creepy crawly without reading the manual is just astounding to me. It's like, you don't know me. I know this creepy crawly. I can sort this out. <laughs> well, yes, to be fair, um, I did did try fixing it without reading the manual of and then I did. had to, <laughs> had to kind of like concede you know, defeat. Uh, yes, concede defeat and actually go to the freaking manual. God well, I don't do uh-huh. any maintenance in our house. I'm an absolute disgrace. I'm just <laughs> terrible. I'm so bad for feminism. I literally could not find an extension cord the other day. Such an embarrassment. Although in my defense, <laughs> Ben moves stuff around constantly. He's really into optimization. So he wants things to be in, you know, the best place ever for it to be. So things are frequently not where I last saw them, <laughs> but still I felt like such a tool. I'm like going, I need an extension cord. I'm in my own house. I have literally no idea where to find one. And I didn't want to text him either because, like, not not that he'd be awful about it, but still I didn't want to be, you know, the wife that's like, okay, where's the extension cord? <laughs> so it turns out he had moved them. So, yeah. Uh, but today uh, my kicked ass is so I took four days off life over the weekend that I was talking about before when we went to Melbourne. I had a proper weekend and I didn't do any work, which meant that I pushed everything to Wednesday, which is today. (laughs) And so I I just kept telling people, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll do it on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll do it on Wednesday. So today I had a full day of client work. I had two sponsored post drafts due, podcast recording with you and a crochet coach live lesson. So the only thing I didn't, I wanted to do today that I didn't was get back into my exercise routine, um, which I technically did because I went for a walk. Yeah, you did go for a walk though. So, But it was like, I want to get back into doing my um, Lay Mills. um, Lay Mills. (laughs) My morning classes, which (laughs) I was going to do this morning, but I didn't, but I'm going to start that tomorrow. So yeah, I woke up this morning thinking, holy shit, like this day is going to kill me, but it was actually quite fine. Yeah, so that's my yay. Yeah. I said to Carly, like, this is like her happy place. Oh, it's yeah. like where the day is fully crammed from mm. like morning to, to night. But I of course feel you so alive. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's time to wrap up. Uh, don't forget we have a Patreon page which keeps straight and curly in your ears and covers our production costs. If you love listening to the show and you want to support it, just visit patreon.com forward slash straight and curly. And finally, do jump into the Facebook group and share your thoughts about this week's show. We look forward to chatting more with you in there. Thank you so much for listening to Straight and Curly. This week's show notes and links will be available at straightandcurly.com. And if you have any questions or weird self-improvement hacks you want us to trial, you can tweet us at Kelly Exeter or at Smaggle, or you can email us at hello at straightandcurly.com. Bye.